0: What's up, guys? hope you're doing well. Welcome back uh, to another episode of Brian Carter 99, a 49ers podcast. Uh, So this here is just a conversation that I had with uh, 49ers Camelot. So we had a chance to sit down yesterday uh, and just talk uh, some football, rumors, uh, a whole bunch of stuff. It was mostly draft-related, but there was also some comments on Lynch and uh, things like that yeah, just want to give you the update. Um, so again, had an awesome time with Mark Adams, uh, of 49ers, um, Camelot. He also is a writer for 49ers web zone. Uh, so if you're a fan of that website, like I am, uh, I read the web zone all the time. Definitely recommend checking that out. But anyways, uh, just keep it short and simple. Um, and, uh, Oh yeah, the, uh, the draft companion is out. Uh, if you haven't got it yet, so far, people have been saying it's really good. So I appreciate all the comments. It's, uh, it's always cool when you, you pour your heart into something for months. And uh, the feedback is good. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, if you haven't yet, shoot me a DM on Twitter. Just let me know your email. Uh, if you can't DM me directly for some reason, just, like, you know, comment, and then I'll send you a DM. Uh, be happy to send you over a copy it's uh, you know like I said it's over 220 prospect write-ups 85 pages draft companion all that kind of stuff and the draft is in two days Uh, it's in two days so this will be really useful for all those uh, third round picks uh, till the end of the draft so uh, I'm gonna put the conversation in here and uh, as always go Niners
1: what's up and welcome to the 49ers Camelot show I'm excited to have my guest Brian Carter today Brian is a podcast 49ers content creator has a show called Brian Carter 99 a 49ers podcast Brian what's up
0: you know just just like we said got off work and I was like hey let's go talk some football there's a <laughs> there's never a lack of content that's right we talking about
1: <laughs> that is true. So where can we find your podcast? We, we have, uh, we can find you on Twitter at Brian P N W 99. So yep. where can we find your podcast?
0: Uh, just type in Brian Carter, nine, nine, no spaces. Um, it should pop up on Apple podcast and Spotify. Anytime I upload, it just kind of goes up into the cloud. However that works and typically shows up on there. Um, it's a picture of, uh, me like jumping on yeah. like an, on like a beach. So if you see like some guy like jumping on a beach with a big <laughs> Niner logo. Yeah. That's uh that's it. <laughs>
1: I saw that. I subscribed to your, to your podcast and I was like, man, was he going to jump off a cliff? This must've been during the Jim Tomsula year. You know, you're <laughs> about to jump off the cliff, but, um, uh, Hey, not quite. <laughs> I wanted to, I wanted to push this cause you just sent me. Brian Carter, 99s, 2023 NFL draft companion. Mm -hmm. This is 85 pages. How many players are you
0: covering? Over, over 220. Wow. Um, And I'm not going to pretend like I spent like 10 hours on each player, but I watched one to three full games of each player before like putting my thoughts down of, you know, like, I don't like highlight videos because all they do is show you like the best five or 20 plays that they've ever done. This was just like games. So I'd be like, cool, here's a guy I want to watch. And I would go and watch every snap that they played for one or two or three games. Sometimes I could only find one game. Sometimes there was three. Um, and then I would just, you know, put my thoughts down on paper and, uh, I finished at 2 a.m. last night. Now I'm just giving it out to every 49er fan. It's typically guys awesome. are going to be available like third round and on. I basically avoided anyone the first two rounds because we're not picking there.
1: Right. This, this, if you, if you would be interested in getting Brian's NFL draft companion, 85 pages, over 200 players he's covering here. So when the 49ers select, one of these guys, you can come in you can read about it, man, he's got all kinds of information here. So reach out to him. What do you want him to reach out to you on Twitter? Is that some- the easiest
0: thing? Uh, Twitter, or just send me an email directly, but, uh, yeah, I'll just share the PDF. Um, I'm just like I said just giving it away if you want to make a donation I'd be happy to take free money Uh, (laughs) but I'm not like selling it it's just you know this is a passion project I've been working on it since January um I've been kind of interested in the draft the last two years but this is like my first like I'm putting out my draft book yeah um but yeah literally just dm me on twitter or you can send me an email brian.carter99 at yahoo and uh I'll email it over to you. This is great. And so yeah, it's just again, text, no pictures, nothing fancy. Yeah. And, and, and again, it's all like times new Roman size 12. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. It, it, it is a ton of information. So if you want this, reach out to Brian um, on Twitter at Brian P N W 99, and he'll get that to you. So that yeah. is one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on is because I know that you're a draft guy and you really know your stuff. So I'm excited that uh, that we can talk 49ers and talk draft today and and uh, just kind of see where things go from there. But
0: yeah, before
1: we get into any kind of draft or 49ers uh, stuff, you know, as far as the team goes, I wanted to jump into John Lynch's media session today. He had a press conference and address some things were you able to watch that uh live
0: or check it out later uh not live but like 20 30 minutes after it happened i uh i was like driving around for work i had to go a few places so i just like put it on i was listening to it in the car um so i did have a chance to uh chance to listen to the whole thing and then i saw that uh they had like Jake Brendel on after that and then mm-hmm. i just turned it off so i don't know what <laughs> else there was but i watched i watched Lynch's comments
1: yeah i don't uh i i was around for Lynch and Brendel but then i had to split so yeah i we'll watched them tonight. i i don't know who else they had maybe i feel like i heard Fred Warner was on there but uh, what what were Love your Fred. some of your takeaways the signature <laughs> oh that's that's really cool That's awesome. So did you have anything that jumped out to you? Like one of the things that I wrote down was that Frank Gore, uh, Lynch said that Frank Gore has sat in on a lot of 49ers draft meetings, which we know that Frank Gore is very, very, he has a very high football IQ. And so I think Mm -hmm. this is a good thing. He's a legend um, in the Bay Area with the 49ers. And one of the interesting things, I don't know if you heard this, but Matt Mayoko said that he spoke with Frank Gore and Gore is really high on Sam Darnold. So yeah. I thought that was interesting.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, as far as like Frank Gore and Sam Darnold, it, it could be because they were teammates. So he's just like back in his guy. I mean, Frank Gore never played with Trey or Purdy or mm-hmm. um, I don't even think Jimmy. So it would make sense that he'd, you know, like Sam Darnold. And from what I've seen, Sam Darnold seems like a nice guy. Um, I do think that it is really cool that he's getting involved. And I feel like it's kind of going to be a similar to thing to uh like Joe Staley. Cause mm-hmm. they had a similar thing with Joe Staley. I don't know if you remember like a year or two ago where yeah. they came in, he was in the meetings. He was mm-hmm. at a like training camp for, I think like a week or something where he came in and he was working with guys and talking to the coaches. Um, And uh Yeah, I think it was one of the things John said about that was that it was one of those things where a long time ago, John Lynch was given an opportunity to kind of be a part of these meetings and that kind of like sparked his fire. And so he wanted to do that for Frank. Yeah. And uh, I think it's a cool thing. I have no idea what's going to happen, but I mean, the more Frank Gore we can get, the better. And (laughs) uh, again, who knows what the level of input's going to be? Maybe it'll be that he goes the Joe Staley route and he ends up being Mm -hmm. a TV personality, or maybe he ends up being a, you know, like a assistant running backs coach or something like that. But uh, I do think it's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah,
1: definitely. And I, I see Frank as more involved with a team than the media side. I think that he wants to get into coaching or some kind of, uh, competitive part of it. So here's some other things that I wrote down as
0: those guys who just, he played so long. I I just don't think he ever lost that competitive fire. Yeah. You know, he's like, I still want (laughs) to (laughs) win. Right. Yeah.
1: So, uh, I wrote down some other notes, uh, from John Lynch's press conference. He said that he and Trey Lance have talked about the potential of him being traded, Lynch says that there's been good communication and that the team is excited about Lance's opportunity to go compete. He just Mm -hmm. didn't say go compete where.
0: Um, So I don't really know how to take that. Um, I feel like it's uh, the way that you take it is the way that you take pretty much everything from Lynch, which is that Lynch is, I don't want to use the term politically correct, but he answers... (laughs) In like a politician's way, where yeah, he can give you an answer. He can say exactly what he wants you to hear, um, without actually saying anything important. You know, right? Um, I think that's just kind of it's 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 a great thing, and it's also frustrating. It's great because in a way, it's an extremely honest, upfront, and open front office you know, like the transparency that we get from Lynch and Shanahan is awesome. Um, but sometimes they also pick their words so carefully Mm -hmm. that it's easy to uh, misunderstand or like put your own spin on things just because they, they gave a non answer as an answer. Yeah. So I think, I think he did, he did say Trey's on the team and, uh, Like one of the things that I've been personally adamant on, I don't know if you heard the episode where I just like ranted for 20 minutes about drama with the quarterback. (laughs) Yeah, It's like, nobody knows anything Mm -hmm. because nobody knows how Purdy's elbow is going to be. If Purdy's elbow never got hurt, then there may have legitimately already been a tree Lance trade Mm -hmm. because they really like Purdy, which Mm -hmm. makes sense cuz he played really well as a rookie for half a season and they got to the, like you know the foot of the super bowl mm-hmm. but with the elbow it's like a surgery on your throwing arm and the timeline is like he might be ready in like the first month of the regular season maybe a week earlier maybe a week later but he's not going to have a full healthy off season he's rehabbing and we have no idea how the how the surgery or the rehab is even gonna go. Like the 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 best thing that we can get as far as an update is in mid June. Like in mid June, we'll actually exactly. learn something, but up until yeah. then, it's literally all just like, I don't know, they cut open his elbow and we're hoping for the best.
1: Yeah. And right. like
0: Lynch said, you know, we're hopeful. It sounds like he's ahead, whatever that means. And uh Purdy's working hard, which right I believe. But with with the huge question marks around the elbow, like why would you get rid of Trey? Mm-hmm. He's a valuable asset with a lot of potential. Um, one of your other questions was like the QB roller coaster. I think that uh I think Trey should beat out Sam Darnold. And I think that he's probably gonna start the first two to four weeks of the season. And then depending on how he plays, when her, when Purdy is 100% ready, then it'll be a question of, hey, have you played so well that we're going to keep Purdy on the bench? Or, hey, you know, it's been kind of good. It hasn't really. We know how good Purdy was. He's been fully cleared. We've gave you a month. You know, we're heading into week five. Um, we're going to hand it back over to Purdy. I think yeah. that's the more realistic kind of option.
1: Yeah, I I am totally with you on that. Uh want to acknowledge East Coast Red and Gold podcast. They say what's up faithful. So hey, thanks for joining us and go check out East uh East Coast Red and Gold podcast. Um they're doing great stuff out there, so. Um so one of the other things that Lynch said, uh he said the party's on schedule. Um he said that regarding the Trey Lance trade rumors, he said, I think there's a lot of smoke, really. It hasn't been hasn't been extremely active. Um, really? One of the interesting things is that he said that he's going to speak individually with Brandon Ayuk and Javon Kenlaw before the 49ers publicly announce if they're going to pick up their fifth-year options. I thought that was interesting. It is a lot. I take that as we're gonna pick up Brandon Ayuk's fifth year, but not Javon Kinlaw's. How did you take that?
0: That's I I think that's what makes sense. You know, I mean, I have been hoping that Kinlaw would work out for you know going on year four, um, but the knee hasn't held up. Um, it's a lot of money to spend on a rotational like, what would the fifth year option be like 10 or $12 million or something? Like he was a top 15 pick. So I think that, you know, you, you do Iuke because he's awesome. And I think timeline, I know we don't want to get too far ahead, but if you look at Iuke this year and next year with a, with the extension, the next two seasons at that point, that's when you can have a real discussion in terms of, Hey, Debo or Iuke because mm-hmm. Debo will be going into, I think year three, uh, of his extension while mm-hmm. iuk will be going into potentially the first year of an extension so you can determine whether or not you want to keep debo and then you can kind of flex the cap a little bit with Ayuk. Mm-hmm. so it's like a two-year down the road wide receiver thing but i think you're right i think that uh he wants to tell Ayuk, hey we're keeping it around and he wants to tell kinlaw hey we love you but it hasn't worked out and we hope it does and if Javon Kinlaw has a good knee and he's really productive and plays really well, then maybe he does get an extension. Um, but I can I don't think you can give him that fifth year option. It's just, mm-hmm. it's not smart, uh, not smart yeah. from the front office.
1: So if the 49ers have to decide at some point, do we keep Devo Samuel or do we keep Brandon Iuke? Who are you deciding? Brian, Brian Carter, you're the general manager for the day. <laughs> Are you keeping Debo or are you keeping Iuke?
0: Um, I think that in two years, um, it's going to be for me, obviously go with Iuke. Um, I love Debo. I have a signed Debo Jersey, <laughs> um, but he, uh, he has an incredible season and then he has a down season and it kind of goes like that. And this type of football that he plays is just kills his body. And he's a he's older too, not mm-hmm. not like old, but right. Yeah. You know when his contract is going to be up, he's going to be pushing thirty, and his he, he, the way he wins and the reason why we love him is because he runs through guys' faces. <laughs> <laughs> but that's going <laughs> to really wear on you when you're pushing thirty yeah. years old as a receiver. And right. I'd much rather ha- how much time has Iuke missed due to injury. Yeah, I think zero. Right. Yeah, I don't but think I would he has. Obviously, pick up Ayuk. I think he's a better route runner. Um, I mean Debo is incredible, but I, I think you go with the ascending younger guy, um, who doesn't have, you know, some injury concerns. Right.
1: Yeah, I I'm totally with you on that. I I'm keeping Ayuke if I have to choose. Hopefully they don't have to choose, but if uh, if they like do,
0: years. I feel like we're in this window right now where we've got like three years because you've got Trey and Purdy with two to three years, Trey with the fifth-year option. You got three years of cheap quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at that point, it's like Bose is gonna start costing a lot of money, Kittle's gonna be getting older, uh, Trent Williams is probably gonna be retiring sometime in the next three or four years, I would guess. Um, Fred Warner is gonna be, you know, looking at 30. In like three years, along with another contract extension. So I feel like we've got this three year window where you can just like throw all this money at like everything except quarterback. Mm-hmm. But there's probably going to be a really big transition in two to three years, depending on how the quarterback situation works out. Yeah. I think Trent Williams, core, like yeah. The Super Bowl window is open for right. the next three years.
1: Right. I think for Trent Williams, I am going to give him another two years. I mean, he's already started talking about maybe, maybe I don't want to do this again, you know? So if those thoughts are starting to come, then I I just don't know how much time he's going to have left.
0: So let me ask you this. I can imagine like, I can imagine what it does to your body. Oh, I'm about to turn 34. And like, even Uh just from Uh like five years ago, I wake up and just everything hurts. I couldn't imagine playing football. (laughs)
1: I know. Well, let's shift gears a little bit to the draft Uh, that happens. uh, We're recording this on Monday evening and the draft, of course, starts Thursday evening. So do you pay any attention to who the 49ers have had visits with or is that not really that important? You know, you hear some people say it's very important. Pay attention. And you hear some say it's not that important. Uh, Because there are smoke screens and all all things like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I think it does make sense, and it's different for every player. Like sometimes they're not going to bring someone in, even though they know they want them. Like uh, I think Mike McGlinchey had like wasn't brought in. They had never talked to him. Like he had no idea that he was going to get picked, and they knew from the beginning. Like. Hey, you know, we're picking Mike McGlinchey at like pick 10 or pick nine or whatever. Um, So it could be that they, their favorite guy, they don't bring in. Right. There's also other people that they bring in because maybe there's questions, whether it's a medical thing or a character thing or, um, you know, an effort thing or something like that. Um, I think that for me, it's like, I want to see if there's something that I'm missing that maybe they're looking for. Like, uh, for example, there's a running back, uh, Deneric Prince. I've mm-hmm. seen some people ranked him like as low as like a seventh rounder, undrafted free agent. I watched the film and I'm like, dude, this guy's awesome. He's six foot, 215, runs a 4-4, breaks tackles, breakaway speed. This guy's a stud. And then it's like, all right, they bring him in for a visit. Well, what's the red flag? Missed four games for academic suspension. Okay, they're probably bringing him in because they're like, Hey, we really like the tape, but what's up with the academics? Because this team cares a lot about off-field mm-hmm. character stuff, so that could be one reason. Um, there's also, you know, I like looking at the top 30 just because it might find you a late-round gem. So, like Shaquelle Brown was a, a defensive tackle out of I think it was Troy um, that they brought in on a top 30 visit, like not on my radar, never heard of him, but Hey, they brought him in. I'm going to go watch some film. So I went and I watched a couple games. I liked him. Um, maybe he's an undrafted guy or like a seventh round defensive lineman that they like. Um, and you also look at what position groups are they meeting with? Cause that gives you an idea about where they're kind of targeting in the draft. So I, I think it's, it I don't know if that answers your question. For me, it's like, hey, late round, like mystery prospects I wasn't thinking of, uh, character or some Mm -hmm. kind of concern uh, that you might want answers to. And then just in general, hey, what position groups are they targeting? Yeah. Um, But I don't think it's everything. Okay. That's kind of how I looked at it, though. Right. Well,
1: this, I, I think it was last week, you did a podcast on whether or not the 49ers should draft a running back this, this, uh, this year. Yes, I did. you said <laughs> that you believe they should draft one every year, but not until day three. So mm-hmm. last week That's I had personal Jordan,
0: philosophy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> last week I had Jordan Elliott on, and he wants the 49ers to draft Texas running back Roshan Johnson in the third round. Um, uh, and he had he had his, his reasons on it that uh, that Johnson um, ha- has been primarily a backup. Um, and so he doesn't have a lot of wear and tear on him. He's big, he's strong, and he mm-hmm. felt like the 49ers need somebody like that. Um, you know with with some of the like Elijah Mitchell gets hurt a lot. Christian
0: McCaffrey gets hurt a lot. Jordan, he, Mc, Jordan Mason's big and strong. and hasn't mm-hmm. been hurt. Yeah, so, Price is big and strong. I mean yeah, he had an injury or two, but he's big yeah, and strong.
1: And he hasn't played very much, but uh but Jordan's really big on Johnson. So where are sure. you at? Uh obviously it, it sounds like you're totally against drafting another running back in the third round.
0: Yeah, just because I think that there's much more important and valuable positions. Um you know that I kind of also, it's important to think about the draft in terms of a uh, positional value and like depth, like realistically, if we spend a third round pick, like let's say pick 99, we draft a running back. How much is he going to play and how much of an impact is going to, is he going to have on this team? Well, we've already got five running backs. If you count use check, So he's going to be competing for a backup position. Potentially he's going to be like inactive unless he's a stupid, a super stud and he can beat out Elijah Mitchell and he can beat out Jordan Mason. So at best, we're looking at a running back too. Well, me, I would much rather get a right tackle or a defensive end that can work in with like the pass rush rotation Mm -hmm. or, you know, a safety Um, you know, like I, I just think there's more important and valuable positions. Now, again, I do think that it always makes sense to draft one. I just don't think that you need to, because there's going to be guys that are productive in the sixth round, like Elijah Mitchell. He was a sixth round pick. He had 900 yards as a rookie. Um, and I think that, you know, every year there's the running backs fall and there's productive guys that you can pick up in day three. And Roshan Johnson's good, but like I, I don't think that he's worth taking over, um, you know, a uh, an impact defensive end or something like this. Mm-hmm.
1: So, platform two uh, forty six is asking: Is this a stream? Asking: Will Trey be traded? Uh, yeah, that uh, that is one of the questions that we're asking. Um, yeah, we, we talked, talked about, about it just a little bit, but we haven't kind of jumped into that. Uh, so let's interrupt the draft talk for just a second, okay. since Platform Two Forty Six is uh, is jumping in here and asking. Uh, he's controlling or she, whoever this is, they're controlling uh, what we're doing here. So, so John Lynch sounded like no, they're not going to trade trade Lance. What do you think? Are they gonna Are they gonna end up doing that?
0: I don't think they're gonna do it. It doesn't make sense in the sense of uh, if you trade Trey Lance, it hurts the cap uh, more than it helps. So it actually costs more against the cap to get rid of him. Um, On top of that, you don't know when Purdy is going to be healthy enough to play. It could be that he's ready for week one, or he might not be ready until week four or week six, in which case you're betting on Sam Darnold. Um, We won't know anything until June, which means that it's going to have to be a really good draft pick in order for them to do that. And then it needs to happen basically in the next two days. Mm -hmm. So if Trey is going to get traded, it's going to happen between now and Thursday, because I don't think that they're taking anything lower than like a high second round pick. Right. Because again, like then what are you doing? Like rolling with Sam Darnold and nobody who can throw the football for training camp. Mm-hmm. Cause like who's throwing the football in training camp. You need three, <laughs> sometimes four quarterbacks just to throw the ball in.
1: Oh, I think I just lost Brian. Uh, looks like I lost him. So hopefully he'll get back in here. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Platform asked, why are you asking that? Um, the reason that we're asking that is because this is the, these are the rumors that are out there. So, uh, all right, welcome back, Brian. We lost you there for a second. It's, um, the,
0: it's technology. It's great until it stops working. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> no. So yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't really think that it's, that it's going to, I don't think that it's going to happen at all. Um, yeah. If it does, I think that it's going to happen after Brock Purdy starts throwing and they can tell that he's fine. Cause like you said, they, they need Trey Lance right now. So I don't think it's going to happen. A lot of people are trading him. It's going to be
0: like the, the week seven or week eight trade deadline because Purdy's playing really well. They're comfortable with Darnold and they get a good offer. mm -hmm. Uh, But that's honestly, that's the only time when I see it happening is, like week six to week week eight before the trade deadline. Yeah. Just because what else, what are you gonna do then? Like right. what are you gonna do? All
1: right. Well let's jump back into the draft because we've decided that Please, the 49ers so are not going quarterback to, drama. Yeah, they're <laughs> not gonna trade Trey Lance. I'm I'm standing yeah. on that that they're not going to do it. So I, I will bet
0: it. all the money in my wallet that we will not trade <laughs> Trey Lance until at least Purdy is healthy in the season yeah There's a couple uh, hundred bucks so, in there too <laughs> mara says
1: trade and tray also feels like a logistical nightmare like why he's still valuable to us absolutely yep. that's, and that's he my girl put, that's like my his woman. upside oh that's your she's watching you okay all she's right. she's on the east coast for so uh, wait a minute work,
0: so she's coming in she all right so
1: you said the that you had to start your podcast. You told me you had to start your podcast because she's like, "Hey, I don't care about this stuff."
0: What are you, what are you talking about? So, no, she uh, she she cares, but she didn't understand as much and she's learning a lot because <laughs> she's trying because we love each other.
1: Well, I tell you what, she <laughs> is
0: spot on right here because there's no
1: reason for them to trade uh, trade Lance. I I still believe in him and I still think that he can do uh, great things. Platform says, thank you, gentlemen. You are welcome, my friend. Uh, hope that you have a good rest of your night. So, yeah, Pick let's up. jump back into this uh, this draft talk. What So third round, if they don't trade up, and I think it's possible that they will. Uh, I do a 49ers mailbag uh, yeah. for, for 49ers web zone. And we just opened the mailbag today and we're getting in some questions that people are asking, are the 49ers going to trade up or are they going to? Um, <laughs> so Mara says, Hey, no, I care. All right, good. <laughs> I'm glad. Um, so they're asking, you know, are, are they going to pick all use all 11 of these draft picks or are they going to trade up? I think that they'll do some trading up because 11 draft picks aren't making this roster, this roster is too good. So yeah. if they let's say they stand pat where they are in the third round and they don't trade up, who do you see uh, who do you see them being interested in at that point?
0: I don't know exactly. Um, but it seems like they definitely have some position groups that they've been targeting. So they've met with almost every single tight end at the combine. They definitely seem to be doing a lot of research on tight ends and there's a lot of good tight ends in this class. Um, They've definitely been doing the similar thing with uh, defensive ends. So like Mm -hmm. edge rushers, which I think is kind of a sneaky need because you've got Bosa, but he's going to be making like, 30 plus million dollars a year and then after that you've got drake jackson and then a couple other guys that are on one year contracts you have no depth it's the perfect time to like load up yeah. on some inexpensive rookie defensive linemen because you're to know, you get that four year cost controlled rookie contract um but tight end defensive end and if there's a good offensive tackle i think those are three really good things uh to target there in that kind of late third round um obviously you know safety corner for like depth and development but um i would say those are probably if i were to guess the the kind of three target areas as far as who specifically i have no idea yeah. i have a few favorites but you never really know like who's gonna draft mm-hmm. and drop and who's gonna be there on on uh, on draft day
1: you yeah that's easier
0: to- for my favorites <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's
1: easier to predict when they're picking in the first round. But yeah, by uh late uh late third round that that's hard. But so yeah. you in your uh draft companion you have your favorites listed in there? Do you have those designated?
0: Yeah, kind of. I uh I tried to sort it fairly I I tried to make it pretty simple in terms of organization. It's basically just by position. So it starts out like interior offensive line and I just go like by my grades, essentially best to worst, so mm-hmm. just who is the best offensive interior offensive lineman that I walked? That's the first name. Who's the second best guy that I watched? That's him. It just goes through that position by position. And do you have just, any
1: uh, do you have anybody that you're thinking like in the later rounds that uh whether it's positions or specific players that you might uh, like to see there?
0: I got a lot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Two hundred and something of them.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't like all of them. Um, I did notate on there like which ones were like my guys, like my favorite guys. Um I think that, uh, I think safety is a uh, kind of a sneaky need, um, just because, you know, Tayshawn Gibson is older, mm-hmm. uh, and we're going to need, they like to develop and kind of redshirt guys, you know, like right. barely played his rookie season, started his second season. Aaron Banks barely played his rookie season, started his second season. Um, so I could see something similar to that with, uh, like free safety, um, couple of guys that I like at free safety, uh, Jay Ward, uh, the defensive back out of LSU, kind of a converted corner to free safety, played a lot of slot and free safety. Um, another guy that they brought in for a top 30 visit that when I watched the film, he reminded me of Jimmy Ward um, was uh, Jordan Howden out hmm. of Minnesota. I think okay. it was. Um, I had a fifth round grade on him. And, uh, another guy that I really liked was, oh, what's his name out of Memphis. Uh, these are like my favorite guys. (laughs) Where is it? Where is it? I can't find him. Anyways, Memphis, it's like Quindell Johnson or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But those are a couple like late round safeties where, uh, if we got like one of them, like I would, I would love that. Um, oh yeah, there we go. Yeah. Quindell Johnson, Memphis safety. Uh, but he's kind of more of like a hybrid strong safety or free safety. Whereas the Uh other guys are more slot free safeties. Okay. Yeah. There's like a couple like, you know, fifth round safeties that I think would be, uh, be really good fits on the team. Just again, my personal favorites. If you want a late round safety. Yeah. And you like running back late. Just not, uh, not in the yeah. third round. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a half dozen running backs. I would love to grab in like the sixth round, <laughs> you know, when they're there. Okay. Uh, Cause you know, you spend a six round pick on them. And I mean, if they make the team, that's great. If they don't, oh, well, it's a sixth round pick, you know, it's cost controlled, uh, running backs get hurt. So you got to have a stable of them. Yeah. Um, I just don't like spending high picks on them, but right. I think you should get one every year.
1: Yeah. How do you feel about getting a quarterback every year? They've been looking at at a few.
0: Um, Somebody said every other year. I think that makes more sense, but I do think it makes sense to, uh, we're going to add another quarterback. The question is just when, you know, is it going to be a sixth or seventh round quarterback or is it going to be undrafted? Um, The tricky thing with quarterback is that unless something really bad happens with Purdy's rehab or Trey actually gets traded or Sam Darnold gets cut. Um, we're not keeping four quarterbacks. So I mm-hmm. highly doubt a rookie that we draft is going to make this team. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't make sense to spend a high pick on him.
1: Yeah. So apart from the draft, because obviously it's, it's on Thursday, just a few days away Uh, So there's no way to know at this point what the 49ers are going to do. So with just kind of take the draft out of it right now where they stand. Do you think they're as good right now as they were heading into the NFC championship game? Obviously coming out of it, they had an injured quarterback, but are they as good right now as they were heading into that game?
0: I think yes. And uh, I think that in terms of how good they are, I think that it's equal. They are different, but I think that you lose McGlinchey. So you've got a big question mark Mm -hmm. at right tackle, but you added the best defensive tackle available. Mm -hmm. So, you know, your, your offensive line takes a small step back but your defensive line is taking a step forward. Right. And I feel like the rest of the kind of additions and losses kind of balance each other out. It's like, Hey, it sucks that we lost. Um, who is uh, like one of the defensive linemen. Um, you know, it sucks that we lost him, but Hey, you know, we picked up Cleveland Farrell and Austin Bryant. We're probably going to add another rookie or two. Uh, plus, you know, we added Javon Hargrave. Um, hey, you know, it sucks that we lost, uh, oh gosh, I don't know, uh, Tyler Warner. Croft, you know, our backup mm. tight end, mm-hmm. but we've still got Dwelly and Warner because mm-hmm. of course we do and we're probably going to add another tight end or two. Right. So I feel like, I feel like we're just about the same. I don't think that we've got, let me put it this way. I don't think we've got noticeably worse mm-hmm. because of the addition of Hargrave.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree and and, uh, and like like it is always on here it's going to come down to the quarterback yep that's what it all comes down to for the 49ers and Stan really it's the
0: super Bowl yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you ask Frank Gore then that that may very well happen uh, hey Brian thanks so much for joining you were great tonight I love thanks your for having me love all that you're doing with the draft and so y'all check out Brian. Uh, Check out his podcast, Brian Carter 99. It's a 49ers podcast. You can find it on Apple. What did you say? Spotify.
0: Yeah, Apple Um, and Spotify. Also, I always, if you just follow me on Twitter, I will always post, um, I'll, I'll pin my most recent podcast. Okay. So it's really easy to just like, hey, if you look me up on Twitter, um just go to my page literally i'll i'll always have one of my podcasts pinned like one of the most recent ones so right now i'm doing the should we draft series they're mm-hmm. so like five or ten minutes of hey each position should we draft a blank yeah. and, and those i've are got great, that like i've got that pinned yeah those are great
1: go check them out um brian's doing great work you just were on with john chapman what last was that last week yeah yeah last Something week like that yeah, yeah. And John, John does amazing work, of course. So if he's bringing Brian in to talk draft, um, that's what, uh, cause I've already been following Brian and I, and I already was subscribed to his podcast, but when I saw John had you on, I was like, Oh man, I need to, cause I was looking, I want somebody on here to talk draft. I mean, I've had some, you know, Jordan Elliott and, and Steph Sanchez and, uh,
0: uh, who else did I have? You're way uh, more famous than me, though.
1: Yeah, but uh, but I really <laughs> like I really liked what you were were doing and how you were breaking things down. So uh, so that was really cool. So uh, uh, Jason Aponte, I had I had all three of them like back to back to back, um, and and they were great. But you were great too. So thanks for joining Thank me, and uh, so go check out what Brian's doing. And while you're at it, go subscribe to the 49ers Camelot podcast. Uh, so that we can continue to grow this and reach more 49ers fans. Thanks for watching.
0: Heck yeah. go! All right. So hope you enjoyed that conversation uh, with Mark. Uh, again, contributor to 49ers web zone, 49ers Camelot. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. So like comment, subscribe, uh, share, uh, write a review, hit me up on Twitter, all that good stuff. Um, and yeah, again, just, you know, if you, if you want the draft companion, just let me know. Happy to send it out. Everybody gets one. I feel like Oprah, you get one, you get one, you get one. Everybody gets one. All right. So, uh, that's pretty much it. I'll catch you next time. Go Niners.